Daniel chapter 6, and I will read verse 10 onwards. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. He went home. And in his upper room, with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. The Spirit of the Lord wants me to stop right here and emphasize one important aspect of Daniel's prayer. In the month of June, I pray that God will lead you deeper into a prayer life that will really move the heart of the king. It's very important. Our prayer life should move the heart of the king. How did Daniel pray? Yesterday we saw he prayed three times a day and his prayer life was so consistent. Early on, he started praying like that and he continued every day praying like that in spite of the decree that came from the palace that if anyone would pray to any other God other than the king will be thrown into the lion's den. So now you look at Daniel. How did he pray? Very important here. Daniel, he went to his house and in his upper room with his windows open towards Jerusalem. His windows are open towards Jerusalem. So wherever Jerusalem was, whichever direction it was, he had his windows open towards Jerusalem. Jerusalem. So what does it signify? Daniel kneeling down with his windows open to Jerusalem and he's praying in that direction. What does that signify? When you look at Daniel's posture of prayer, you see two things here. One is his faith in the God of Jerusalem. The faith in the God who's over Jerusalem. He's an exile, taken out where he was, brought to Babylon. But his heart never departed from Jerusalem or the God of Jerusalem. His heart was towards the God of Jerusalem. His heart was towards the presence of God. He believed that this God is real. The Bible says, he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Daniel was a person who always had this practice that he would face God when he prayed. And I'm not telling you that you need to open your windows in, see which part faces Jerusalem and pray that direction. No, Daniel was from there. And he knew his God and he knew the temple of God and he knew where the presence of God was and that's where he faced. And that position or that posture represents his faith in the God of the Hebrews, the God of the Israelites. And so when you look at yourself, your prayer life. It is important for you to understand that the most important part when it comes to praying is consistency and faith. So faith and consistency. We can say it this way. Constant faith. Constant faith will keep a person in constant prayer. Constant faith in God will cause a person to constantly pray towards that God, because you know that the result is for sure. The result is for sure. So Daniel over here, he opens the door and he prays towards 
his guard, the direction towards Jerusalem, and he's praying with faith in this God who hears and who answers. So as he is praying, he knows one thing. God is there. God is there. God is there. God is there. So when he's praying, it's not like, okay, I'm praying, you know, God is somewhere in heaven. No, this is where he is. And he's actually talking to God. He knew that God is there. He opened his window and he's actually having a conversation with God. It's so important when you pray to know that he's right there. He's in front of you, that he's listening to you. You're not praying to some faraway being who is somewhere else. And maybe he hears, maybe he doesn't hear. And no, he's right there. When you pray, you need to focus on God Almighty and pray. Daniel had this understanding. He didn't let his mind wander. He didn't let fear come into him. He didn't say, well, I can't pray now because this order has come. And so let me just lay down in my bed and cover my head with a sheet and mumble something in my heart so that no one hears it. We must see or we must understand that Daniel never gave gave room to fear. Daniel didn't care about people's feelings, opinions, and actions that they were going to take. The only person that he cared about was God. Am I right in the sight of God? I want to talk to God no matter who tells me not to talk to him. They cannot keep me from God. Apostle Paul says this, whether it's death or famine or sword or whatever it is, hunger, whatever it is, nothing can separate me from the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what happens, our communication with God has to be constant. Whatever the external circumstance may be, whatever the internal turmoil may appear to be, your love for God and your faith in God should suppress everything. It should be able to rise above your circumstance like a boat. Even though all around you see maybe water. A big ocean is full of water. When you compare the size of a boat or a ship to the huge ocean, it's much smaller. But it has the capacity to be above and not under. You know when it'll go under? When there's a hole. When water is allowed to get inside, then it'll go under. When you allow your external circumstances or your internal turmoil to get into your boat, your mind, your heart, that's when you'll begin, that's when you'll begin to sink. God is speaking to our hearts today. Daniel never allowed that to happen. He didn't allow the external voices, the people. Or even internally, whatever enemy may try to use in order to say, what's going to happen? How are you going to live for God? God brought you here with a purpose. And if you pray out loud, you see, you won't be able to fulfill the call of God. So why don't you just shut up and just lie down and pray? Why do you have to make a scene? See, all these thoughts from within Satan can bring. Daniel did not give room to any of those things. What did Daniel do? He just suppressed, he just stepped on all of those things and he rose above to doing what he always did. And you know what he always did was not something that was led by him. It was led by God. That's why it lasted. It's a very key point that God is bringing to us at this hour. His prayer life came from God, sustained by God. 
led by God. Daniel was someone who was led by the Spirit of God. As you see in God's word, he had the Spirit of God. How did he actually get the Spirit of God? Because he was faithful to God. When he was faithful to God, did not consider his life as anything. But he said, I will stand up for God. I will do the right thing. I will please God. I will live for God. Live or die. I will not compromise. I will not give in to any kind of pressure. God said, here, here you go. I'll give you the scepter. You're worthy to rule. That's what God did for Daniel. He anointed him, gave him that excellent spirit that no one ever had in his lifetime. God is speaking to her today. You want to be useful in the hands of God? If you want to do something that will last forever, do you want to fulfill that which God has for you? Don't give into external pressure. Don't give into internal conflict and turmoil that Satan will bring to see how he can pull you down. One thing has to be constant inside of you. One thing has to be constant deep inside of you. Your faith in God. Your faith in God and your faithfulness to God. They both go hand in hand. Your faith in God and your faithfulness to God cannot be separated. Your faith in God equals love for God. So those two cannot be separated. Your faithfulness to God and faith in God, they go hand in hand. Those two cannot be separated. So your faith in God equals your love for God, equals your faithfulness to God, will determine whether you're going to be used by God or not. Because when you're faithful to God, which is having faith in God, which is loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, then you become trustworthy before God. Which brings us down to, when you make God your priority, God will make you his priority. And you see here, Daniel's life. Daniel, as usual, went to his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem. He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed, gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. What he heard And what was about to take place did not affect that which was instilled in his spirit by God Almighty. What he heard that day did not affect his mood. What he heard that day did not affect his prayer life. What he heard that day did not affect his communication with God. What he heard that day did not affect his faith in God. What he heard that day did not bring anything into his life because his door for the external force was closed tightly. God is speaking to us today. How tight is your door? Are your doors shut to the voices of the enemy? Do you have your internal doors and your external doors shut tight so that nothing from outside can rock your boat? sink your boat, nothing from outside can penetrate in and take you down. God is speaking to us today. Don't look at what is around you. Don't go by what you hear inside of you when it's contrary to what God has spoken to you. If God is leading you a certain way, 
then stick to it no matter what happens around you. No matter how you feel on the inside, don't go by how you feel. Go by how God leads you. Daniel was constant. No matter what he heard, no matter how dangerous it was, no matter how big of a threat it was, Daniel, and what did he do? He did not allow that insight. Because of that, he had peace all around. His peace was not disturbed. Those who give room to the enemy will have their peace disturbed. Their mood will change when when you give room to the enemy. Those who give room to the enemy, all of a sudden, they feel angry. Emotionally, they go up and down because their doors are open whenever the enemy comes. But if you keep your door closed, then whatever from outside will not take you down. If you keep your door on the inside closed, whatever the enemy tries from the inside will not take you down. Satan will not be able to put a hole in your boat and get the pressures from the outside sink you. Be like Daniel. No matter what happens, have that reverence for God. Daniel opened his windows towards Jerusalem and he knelt down with that reverence for God because he knew the moment I open the windows and I face, God is there. God is there. When you're in the sanctuary, do you have that reverence for God? Whether the service is going on or service is not going on, do you have that reverence for God when you're in the sanctuary, even after the service is over? Do you have that reverence for God? Daniel had that. There was no service going on there, but once he opened the window and he knew I'm facing Jerusalem, he was on his knees before God. No matter what we do in the house of God, whether we're inside or outside or even the parking lot, I've said this before and I say it again as the Holy Spirit wants me to, that reverence for God has to be there. We must maintain that reverence for God. Every single person should be contributors to bringing in the presence of God. Daniel was one such person. When he opened the window, he knew that God is here. And he knelt down and he prayed. No wonder he's in the hall of faith. No wonder he became a person who was able to stop the mouths of the lions. Lions, plural. More than one lion was there. Think about that. This one man going into the lion's den with all these hungry lions there was able to shut the mouths of all the lions by faith. Where did he get that from? How did he prepare himself? It's not like a prayer full of anxiety and saying, Oh God, 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 I'm here, Lord. I don't know what to do. Poor me. Lord, you see how these people are persecuting me and you see, Lord, how faithful I am to you. And I'm here to pray and somehow deliver me. If you don't deliver me, where will I go? And how will I fulfill your call? Like a lot of people will tell God what he has to do as if God doesn't know. What did Daniel do? Yes, he offered supplication. Yes, he would have said what was going on, but you don't see panic and fear here. Oh, he gave thanks to God. This is how Daniel would have prayed. Daniel would have said, Lord, though the mountains may come crumbling down, like David said. Or even if the hills shake, even if the earth quakes, even if the sea gets dried up. Oh, I would not be moved. 
I will not be moved. I will not be moved. Oh, thank you, Lord. You're over these lions. You're over these people. Lord, I know you will keep me in the den. I know you will shut the mouths of these lions. So I praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. And here to praise God. He gave thanks. How can you give thanks when there's an edict that has been just released and it's coming to take your life or your life with God? It'll take your life if you maintain your life with God. Or if you choose to not pray, it's going to take your life from God away. From God. Either way, it's going to take your life. How can you pray at that time? How can you praise him at that time, especially without feeling sorry for yourself? He knew his God and Daniel was a man who did not have me, myself and I in his life. So his prayers were not all self-centered, pathetic, self-pityful, self-pity-filled prayers. But his prayers were full of thanksgiving. Yes, he prayed, but how did he pray? He prayed, oh God, I thank you. These lions are so tiny before you, Lord. I thank you. The king and the people there. They don't know what they're doing, Lord. But you are over all these people. Lord, I thank you because I'm your servant and you will protect me so that I can do your work. I thank you, Lord, when you when I go into the lions and if you want me to, I know you will be there. You will shut the mouths of the lions. The more he thanked God, the more the spirit of God empowered him. He had this extraordinary faith and he put that faith to use. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in the hall of faith. If it was something that was supernatural, that was beyond his control and he himself didn't know what he was doing and somehow some kind of God kind of faith that just automatically came, he wouldn't be in the hall of faith. But the Bible says, by faith, Daniel shut the mouths of the lions. And if you see in the book of Daniel, chapter six, you'll see Read, God shut the mouths of the lions. How can you reconcile this? God shut the mouths of the lions. And Hebrews 11 says, Daniel shut the mouths of the lions. How? By his faith in God. The power of God went into him and through him, tied all the mouths of the lions. Just closed their mouths. That's it. All of them. You can do the same thing. You can do the same thing. If you don't let the external force come into you and drag it down. If you don't let the internal force from of the enemy try to pull you down by bringing thoughts that are ungodly. Thoughts of doubts are ungodly. Thoughts of suspicion, they're ungodly. Stop seeking vainglory, they're ungodly. Pride, jealousy, anger, bitterness, wrath, rage, they're ungodly thoughts. When you learn to keep your doors tight to these ungodly thoughts. Externally and internally. Your doors are tight. Then the enemy will not be able to penetrate. He will not be able to drag you down. God has many victories for his people in this month of June and beyond. That if you want to inherit each and every single one of them, it's important for you to be like Daniel. Have that faith in God and be faithful to God. Do what Daniel did. Have that reverence for God. 
true faith in God will produce that reverence for God. When you step into the house of God, when you step into the sanctuary, when you come into that parking lot, church grounds, when you come there, immediately that reverence for God has to be there. No loose talk should be there. Immediately that reverence for God has to be there. You know, this is God's zone. The Bible says, when you walk to the house of God, let your words be few. It's important. We need to be people who are full of the reverence of God. When you have faith in God and know that this is God's place, this is holy ground. Even if the service is not going on or the service is finished, the presence of God is still there or, or the service has to begin. The presence of God is already there. If you're coming there to prepare, and your pastor is already praying for all those who are preparing. The presence of God is already there. God is watching over the angels of God ascending and descending in this place. The reverence for God has to be there. And when we carry that reverence for God Almighty, God will release his faith, his power, his strength to bind that which needs to be bound, to bring down that which is against you, to release to you that which needs to be released, to bring to light that which is hidden, to bring down that which is against you, and to give into your hands that which the enemy has. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for this second day of fasting and prayer. For this month of June, for all that you've done, Father, and for the word that you have spoken to your people. Thank you, Lord. Let our words be few when we go to the house of God. Let there be no complaining. Let there be no murmuring. Let there be no course yesterday lord let there be no vain words let there be nothing that will displease you come out of anyone's mouth lord let the outside door and the inside door be shut tight let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you that every single person who comes into the house of God know that God is there. That our God hears and our God answers. And they may come with faith and have that faithfulness at all times. Lord, that you may give to them that which needs to be released. That which needs to cross over and come to them, may cross over and come to them, Father. Through the power of God Almighty. I thank you, Lord, for doing this. Continue to strengthen your people. I come against all the forces of darkness. And every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Strengthen your people. Strengthen your people. Strengthen your people. I pray that the strength of Israel become their strength mentally, emotionally, physically, relationally, in every way, that they may shine as you are 
gemstones, Father. Oh, to bring glory and honor to your great name. I pray in this month of June, Lord, may each one become steady. They walk with you in their prayer life, Father. They may grow to become like Daniel. With this blessing, I bless your people with, and I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.